turning your adversity into your advantage with Dom Brightman, the author of Going North, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself. On episode number 178 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Because one of the major skills that everyone should be able to have under their belt is public speaking, because that will give you an edge. Because a lot of folks, I'm pretty sure you've heard yourself too, the classic joke where the guy giving the eulogy sometimes rather be the guy in the casket, because <laughs> people don't like to speak in public. This is Kelly Calabrese, and I help women become intentionally fabulous. My mission is to help women going through any stages of separation and divorce to go from fearful to fearlessly pursuing what sets their soul on fire. Here on Dr. Brad Miller's podcast, the Beyond Adversity podcast, his mission is to help you to crush adversity and discover your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful, and this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. It is awesome, a privilege. It is wonderful to have you join me on this podcast where we speak to your life, helping you to grow through what you go through, taking those adversities that you have in your life and turning them around to your advantage, which is the theme of our episode today, number 178, with author Don Brightman. We'll get into his story in a moment. We did want you to know that you can always go to drbradmiller.com for back episodes of this podcast, where we talk to people who speak into your life about depression or divorce, disease, debt, death, anything along those lines, which can hold you back and help you to get through them to have a life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. You can go to drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there to be helpful to your life. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a snowball effect in your life where it seems like everything is going wrong and one thing is collapsing on your life, and another thing comes along, and bad things happen there as well. How do you get out of that? How do you get out of this snowball effect of adversity in your life and to turn it around and make some things happen for you? Our guest today, his name is Don Dom Brightman, Dominique Brightman, and he's the author of the book Going North, which has to do with how to have techniques and tips to advance yourself. He's got a few other books as well. He's a certified self-leadership expert. He's with the John Maxwell team from Baltimore, Maryland, that empowers and equips others to share their stories and to get better in life. He's all about that. He has a great love of books and reading and then of writing as well and applying them to your life and helping you to turn your adversity to your advantage. Today on our episode, we're going to learn a couple of things. We're going to learn what happened in Dom's life. 
We're going to feel the emotion that he felt when he had several consecutive disasters happen in his life. His father had a major health issue. He himself, Dom, had a terrible car accident, which resulted in major injury, and he lost his job all, all over the course of just a couple of weeks' time. Bad things were happening. You're going to feel that pain and how that pain that he felt physically and emotionally and in his family helped him then to decide that something had to give. Something had to change. You're going to feel that emotion. Then you're going to learn two things that Dom did to change his life around, two actions that he took, and then you're going to learn at least one technique. It's called the snooze bar technique, which is all about how you can do one simple action that have a productive day. You're going to learn a lot more than those things, but I do want you to understand what you're going to learn and what you're going to feel. And when we come back on the other side of the interview, we are going to talk about what you can do about things. What are the two key questions that you can ask yourself and answer yourself every day, which are going to make a world of difference for, uh, for you? Come back on the other side of the interview with, uh, with Dom Brightmon, and you're going to hear those things as we speak into your life to help you to overcome adversity and to have your life a peace prosperity, and purpose. Our guest today, Dom Brightman. He blogs at dombrightman.com, D-O-M-B-R-I-G-H-T-M-O-N.com. There's where you can find out about his latest book, uh, Heading North, and his other books as well, Going North, and his other books as well, and the many things that he offers to you. Our guest today, Dom Brightman. Let's get into that conversation right now. A great guest with us today. Dom Brightman is a self-leadership expert. He has been certified with the John Maxwell team. He is also uh, involved with Toastmasters International and has the DTM certification through that organization. He is an author of Going North, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself. And another book, uh, the best-selling book, Crappy to Happy, Sacred Stories of Transformational Joy. He has a heart to help people to unlock their inner values through reading and through other forms of self-development. We welcome to Beyond Adversity, Dom Brightman. Woohoo! My man, the one and only Dr. Brad Miller. How you feeling? I'm awesome, my man, and it is a joy to have you with us here today. I'm feeling great. You look like you're fired up and ready to go. You ready to go, my man? Oh, yeah. Let's go north. Okay. Going north. <laughs> well, let's go north because some people have been going south. What I mean by that is we've uh, gone through a year or two or three of some really difficult times in our world, and individuals have had their difficult times to deal with it as well. And some people have got stuck in the muck of adversity. But uh, your person is going to help us to navigate through some, some things. But uh, first of all, I know that you have some motivations in your life to about going north because you've had some of your challenges as well. And if you will, Dom, would you just unpack for us a little bit of some of the uh, challenges or adversities that you've had to face in your life to kind of give us a foundational story that we can go, that we can work from? Ah, sure thing. Well, for those who are old and young enough to remember the wonderful year of 2012, especially in the U.S. of A., where they thought that the world was going to end and all that really happened is that in the U.S. of A., we lost Twiggies for a month. That was one heck of a year because that was a year where it felt like a snowball effect happened. Had a wonderful three-pronged attack. July 30th, my father went out for a drive, and then July 31st, we had to 
put out a silver alert for him because he got lost. It comes to find out 1 a.m. that morning after getting on my knees in prayer, asking for God to help us find my dad after he got lost for 24 plus hours, we were able to find him and he discovered he had Alzheimer's. Fast forward about a good month and a half or so later, turned 21, and on the day of my 21st birthday, making a left turn on a damp street, and out of nowhere, the brake jammed my car, crashed my car, <laughs> and I was still alive, thank God, as you can tell, and to make even matters worse, I had a part-time job at the local library at the time where I worked at, and I was called in at the office for my boss because there was some moments where I thought the person wasn't showing up in the professional life, and comes to find out it was because there was some miscommunication errors with some colleagues and some all these other lists of stuff that I was messing up and jacking up, and I'm like, wow. So that whole snowball effect led me to realize, wow, I need to have a desire for change. Something needs to change here, and I actually have my own acres of diamonds in that same library where i found some leadership books by john maxwell changed my life forever because not only reading some of his great books i'm going to turn around also reread the bible from cover to cover as well and read just became a voracious reader and every year since then one of my forms of self-development is trying to at least read at least 50 plus books a year and i was undefeated with that streak <laughs> until 2020 when my content intake switched more to the audio visual aspect of youtube and podcasts as opposed to reading books so i read 39 last year 11 shy of the 50 but i was still able to really expand business in a way because the thing about setbacks they could set you up for a story forward to help others to realize that, hey, you can go beyond adversity and create your own success story. What an incredible story that you have to tell there about overcoming things on your own, let alone, you know, the situation with your with your father and your own accident and some challenges in, in your workplace. And here you are because you took some action and you mentioned a couple of them. Uh, I'm really interested now, Dom, in unpacking a little bit about uh, what I think is just pivotal to people who get unstuck, and that's taking action. You mentioned reading. What are some of the other things that you, that you either gleaned from your reading or other things you did to break out of your patterns? What are some of the actions that you took that led you to success? Ah, yes. Another one of those things was joining Toastmasters International because one of the major skills that everyone should be able to have under their belt is public speaking because that will give you an edge because a lot of folks, I'm pretty sure you've heard yourself too, the classic joke where the guy giving the eulogy sometimes rather be the guy in the casket because <laughs> people don't like to speak in public. And <laughs> I've been gifted with this voice for years since I was a teenager and was doing a lot of stuff in church and Toastmasters was a great place to join to not only sharpen home my skills but also network and the main reason i joined is because one of the books that i listened to i believe it was by brian tracy where he mentioned toastmasters and i joined the organization originally to actually network with other people and find a speaker for a public speaking seminar at my church and lo and behold even though i was able to build relationships with people i ended up getting a buddy of mine who also had communication experience the event was successful and i stayed with the organization for years and still am a part of the organization my goodness it's almost eight years later now because the thing was the original goal was for one thing but sometimes as you're going in this journey of life and you have some setbacks you realize oh this little detour here might actually take me to where i need to go and being okay with something that may seem like a shortcut but is actually something taking you further 
and closer to your goals. Because one of the questions we can always ask ourselves daily is how can I make sure I don't leave any blessings on the table? And that's by having a desire for change, a desire for helping others and desire for bettering yourself. And Toastmasters is one of the ways to do that because I joined the organization, gave dozens and dozens of talks and getting better as a result and even taking advantage of the sandbox experience of leading a group of volunteers in a volunteer organization. Because with a regular paid job, yeah, you can people will follow you by default to a to a fault because if they don't, insubordination, their butt will be out the door. Volunteerism, there's no carrot and stick. There's no pay. They're there because they have their own reasons and their own goals. So not only just reading, but putting some of my own reading into practice and joining Toastmasters and giving talks based off the stuff that I actually read and applied in my own life. And then eventually repurposing that content into books and then eventually taking the networking skills to even start a podcast of my own interviewing authors all over the globe. So those are just a few of the other wow. things I've done. So several things here. Let's just unpack a little bit. Well, first of all, you read, you fed your mind. Yep. And, you know, when you feed your mind, you also uh, enhance your soul, I believe, and things of that nature. You also then applied, uh, you were intentional about applying what you read and you consumed through Toastmasters and through public speaking and through networking and through that process. In other words, you didn't just stay, you know, kind of an ivory tower to kind of use an academic uh, (laughs) idiom. You know, you didn't stay just reading your books. You went out there and you applied it. And then also, I think very, very important what you shared here is you got involved with some volunteer activities, which meant that you were starting to connect with something uh, beyond the bottom line or beyond uh, the motivation of uh, a business uh, purpose, but for something greater than greater uh, than yourself. And I think you got and you exhibited some leadership skills there. So those are all powerful ways that you took action in order to move through wherever you were at to a better place. But let's unpack a little further, Dom, what you said there about the uh, motivation of something bigger than yourself. Uh, I'm just a big believer in this myself. I come from a faith-based background, and I've seen the people who have done really great, great things have not only done it for themselves, but they have done it before. Uh, they've had taken some leap of faith somewhere along the line. And tell me about any uh, any basis of your transformation and what you teach others that's based in, oh, anything of a spiritual nature or faith-based or or something greater than yourself, or meditation, anything like that. Tell us about uh, any faith element involved with your transformation process. Ah, my pleasure indeed. And one of the things I like to do daily is to use my snooze button as a sensation a moment of silence button, because as soon as the alarm goes off, usually get out of bed and then give myself some time to be within myself, my own thoughts, and also to pray as well and give thanks for another day of being alive, because someone else didn't have that opportunity. And that really helped me to deepen the transformation process. And one thing that I've noticed that all elite performers have is that they give themselves the gift of solitude so they can masterfully serve the multitude. And that's just really one of the major things. Like we really have to truly give ourselves silence and be within ourselves. And it's probably one of the hardest things to do, especially as we age in this world, because we accumulate so many things and time moves so much faster, especially after we hit our early twenties and Things just keep coming at you fast and you wake up one day, it's like, oh, man, I'm 30 years old now. Some people, they wake up the next day, it's like, oh, darn, I'm 50. (laughs) (laughs) So really just giving yourself that wonderful gift of solitude so that way you can masterfully serve the multitude because spiritual awareness is one of the keys to really being an elite performer. And a lot of elite performers, especially 
Like heck, even a lot of folks in the Christian faith, they are examples of high performers like love them or hate them. Joel Osteen, he may give you the sugar gospel, metaphorically speaking, because he's so easy to take in, but He's created a massive success for himself. He's accumulated a lot in his life. He's created a lot in his life. Stephen Furtick, like all these other great Christian preachers, and heck, even some folks that you may not know, some may even keep a humble presence about him, but you may talk to someone else. It's like, hey, I met that guy over there because one guy in particular, he was an older guy. He was about, I believe, 69, and he actually was a black belt world martial artist Hmm. in his early 20s, and he actually owned probably a good 10%, if not close to 30% of the construction in Baltimore, and he was just the guy that had a humble presence about him, but he still had that spiritual awareness, so if... Whoever's listening, I know you have a faith-based audience. I'm a Christian myself, which I appreciate. And just, hey, have a faith aspect to your life. Give yourself some silence. Give yourself some time to be not only with yourself, but also spend some time with the master if that is your chosen path to walk. Yes. Well, some awesome insights there, Dom, about about taking that quiet time some people, you know, have a faith-based aspect. Some people, you know, use meditation or deep breathing or yoga, any number of other things. But it is so important to get centered uh, in your inner life in order to have some sort of expression in your outer life. And that uh, makes a difference. And uh, it helps us to be, uh, uh, I love what you said about using your stews button as a silent uh, reminder to be silent or whatever you said there. Because that's it goes to uh, things like habits or disciplines or practices that we can have, which you could implement the things that we've been talking about here, Dom. And so let's go there. I consider this kind of the part, the uh, cognitive part of the process that I teach is what do we think? Uh, how do we how do we change our thinking? How do we change our mindset? What are some of the what are some of the disciplines that you do or that you teach that are transformative about uh, the transformation of the mind in order to have, you know, have success in life? Sure thing. One of the <laughs> strongest weapons that anyone has in their arsenal to really change their mindset for the better and heck, even put yourself in a servant leader mind, mindset is to really ask yourself two questions, especially a question about preparation, a question about reflection. And I borrowed this from John Maxwell's books, Thinking for a Change, where he asks himself these two questions every day. One, what good will I do today? And it's actually better, in my opinion, from personal experience to ask yourself that question right before you go to bed. Because if you ask yourself that question before you go to bed, your brain is cooking while you're sleeping as it's recovering and restoring itself for full ready performance state. And there may be an opportunity that pops up in the middle of the day that you weren't consciously thinking about, but subconsciously, because you asked yourself that question the night before an opportunity shows itself on that following day. Another question for preparation is what can I share? Can it be a smile, like a kind word with somebody calling someone I haven't talked to in a while, encouraging a friend, supporting a friend's business. If it's something that aligns with my life wreck, even referring business to somebody else. Cause a lot of folks are taking the entrepreneurial route nowadays. Thanks to some uh, <laughs> interesting times that we're in where folks have sure. lost their jobs and a referral will help you a lot. So focusing on what you can share with other people. And at the end of the day, is asking yourself what good did I do today 
So if you did something great with question number one, you're able to refer some, something to somebody else, you were to share something with somebody else, you called somebody and learned something new to encourage them, and you caught up with an old friend and they really needed that laugh or that that sounding board, then you can write down that question. And as you really continue throughout your days and document those things, you'll definitely create a journal of proof and really being more intentional with your life. Because one of the, one of my favorite quotes and my mentor shared it with me is that you need to live your life, your life by design and not by default. Love what you're saying there about how you begin the day with an affirmation. You end the day with, uh, I'll just call it a confirmation or a, a reformation of what you are to have done and where you are to do and I love your your phraseology about uh, about uh, what good can I do? Uh, one of the ones I use is to uh, to do all the good that you can. I say to myself, do all the good that I can, and I try to say to others that I have some connection with or influence on, do all the good that that you can. And uh, I love what you're saying there. And then you also mentioned about the a, a phrase that I'm not familiar with. I'm familiar with journaling. If I had to get my my journal is right next to my desk here, but you said journal of proof. And I love uh, what you said. I'm not sure if that's original to you or maybe you got it from someplace else, but I love that kind of a, uh, a celebration or affirmation of what's gone on in your life. And uh, so what if, you know, without uh, revealing anything more that you want to, what kind of, th- kind of things are we going to find in your journal of proof? One of the things you're going to find is also a list of victories because some like there's the classic practice that's really popular gratitude journal. But if you want to flip that and even make it even more powerful for yourself, a buddy of mine, uh, I forgot. <laughs> that's kind of bad. Ah, here we go. Sam Leibowitz. That's his name. So many names popped in my head. Sam Leibowitz. He was on my podcast last year and he mentioned creating a victory log where you write down all your victories for the day. So you woke up today. That's a victory. You were able to share kind word or referral with somebody, that's a victory. If somebody shared a referral to you and you're in business, that's a victory. You're able to get to work on time and you usually are the late person. If you still have a commute, that's another victory. And then tracking all of those wonderful victories, like heck, even me being on this podcast, that's a victory today. Being on podcasts in the past, being able to reach out to certain people were on my dream guest list and having them really accept the invitation to be on my podcast. Heck, even if it's a day where I'm still blessed to have my elderly mother who's still alive, if she has a day where she isn't feeling too bad, then that's a victory for me too, because she's at the point now where she should enjoy her days left on earth because no one knows the day or the hour when we may have to say goodbye to this world and move on to the next one. So just counting those victories, just stuff like those, it doesn't matter how big or small. Like if you have heard the gratitude journal and doesn't resonate with you, try calling it a victory log and writing down those things that have happened to you constantly 24-7 and see what lines up. And then you can go back and reflect on it. Another reason why I call it a journal of proof, because you get to look back and see, wow, I've actually done some things with my life. It may have moved fast, but I've actually documented a few things. Well, that's awesome. Well, let's start to shift now, Dom, towards all the stuff you've learned, all the experiences you had with your with your father and Alzheimer's, your car crash, all the various things you talk about, reading and speaking and leadership and your own processes for self-reflection, spiritual life. 
Uh, that's all well and good. That is so awesome, man. But you have gone beyond that and you have then shared them. You have books, you have training, you have services that you offer. And I believe that uh, we truly transform when we serve others with love and with what we've got. You know, we we consume and we we are transformed ourselves. But it's you know, it's not to be a selfish thing. It's to be shared with others. So would you share with our uh, Beyond Adversity audience some of the things that you uh, then teach and lead and and advocate? I know you have this. Uh, you really emphasize going north. You're a true north. Uh, so tell us what what you're about. What does it mean for you about uh, going north? Sure thing. So going north is really about advancing others to advance yourself in the process, embracing your dreams while helping others to embrace theirs, or at least getting closer to embracing theirs, because we all have things that we want to do in life, whether a promotion to the next level was something that you want to do, if that was your dream at one point and helping someone get there. Like one of the best things you can do in this lifetime is to help someone else, especially someone else reach their next level and they get to thank you for it. And it doesn't even have to come with a bunch of accolades. And sometimes it doesn't always come with a nice shiny check with extra zeros on it in the beginning (laughs) and just really just helping folks realize that, Hey, success is tangible and helping folks unleash and unlock their value. Because that's the thing I'm sure that we both believe in is the fact that everyone has value already. Everyone has value because if someone's living and breathing, they have value and everyone has a certain gift that they've been blessed with that they can bless others with. Like me with my voice, uh, that's a gift I've been given. And lately, these past few years, I've been honing my skill of comedy and it's kind of evolved into me being a metaphorical colonel in the corny joke kingdom because a corn cob a day keeps them groaning all day and if you say enough corny jokes you keep going folks just gonna keep loving you for it but you got the corny jokes in my family i'm considered the uh i guess the dean of dad jokes yeah i send my my, uh i have three adult children and uh i on a pretty regular basis send them i call it my uh, dad's daily joke dad's daily uh, joke <laughs> they they really they really hate it sometimes and sometimes they like it but uh but yeah but hey we've got to have fun right you know we've got to have some joy and celebration in life otherwise what's it all about man you know what's it all about if we don't have a joy and fulfillment because so many of us have a sense of desperation or you know the adversity whatever we face you know we all have our things you know i've had my health challenges in my life and i've had various things to, to deal with uh, in my life in terms of relationships. Went through a divorce many years ago and, you know, we all got stuff to deal with, and especially in the last year or two with the COVID and political stuff and racial stuff and violence and uh, international uh, things going on. It's just a tough, tough world that we live in. And you, you've mentioned about how things can be distracting and things like that. And you got to do something about it. And uh, you're offering us some, some insight here. Tell us about some of what you've taught here, whether it's having a good laugh or whether it's something inside your book. I'd like for you to share about maybe a person or persons, maybe an organization that you've worked with, Dom, where you have seen uh, some of the you've you've had some part to play in some transformation that they've had, some way that they've been able to navigate adversity, come out to a better place. Tell us a, a good news story. Oh, sure thing. So a buddy of mine, he was actually. He actually joined the John Maxwell team last year, too, after helping him out with some suggestions of 
giving them some templates of some brochures that some folks may use. And actually, one of the things he wanted to do, because a lot of folks are doing it nowadays, is starting a podcast of his own. And he actually had ideas like that. That's probably one of the <laughs> drawbacks of being a creative person or person with a bright head and shoulders if they have a lot of ideas and they can get them down on paper. But the drawback is it's the action and the implementation piece. And sometimes we just have to sit down and really get quiet and do at least one thing and do one thing. And he was having some trouble with self-doubt. Heck, even I had trouble with self-doubt, too. And he had a theme for his show originally called Summer Summer Soldiers, where it was supposed to be men giving young men advice of tools, especially young black men, since he is a black man himself. And the whole George Floyd situation, it was oh, yes. huge all over the globe. And he wanted to right. at least contribute to helping heal that situation. And it evolved into just him bringing on other wonderful people, especially those who are in youth leadership or love helping out the youth into a podcast called Gift and the Gift Podcast. Because I hooked him up with at least five good people that ended up being on his show to give him that starting boost. Because sometimes... If you tell enough people about your goals and you can tell them to the right people who will actually be the wind underneath your wings, then you'll be in a better place as opposed to those who may be dream killers and they just want to take the air from under you and then chop off the wings of your airplane. Hmm. Isn't that cool when you see that transformation take place in, uh, in your friend, your colleague here? And you know that if it goes well, if it goes the way, and I believe it's a, it's a God thing when these type of things happen – that if that transformation happens with that person and maybe he has some influence on some of the people listening to his podcast or some of the people that he has some connection with and it goes on and expands and it gets better and it gets better. And it's a uh, ever evolving thing. And I, I believe that's how transportation takes place in groups and in larger organizations is by the individuals being transformed and they share that with others. So you got some good stuff here, my friend. And I think you got a lot more to share. And you've got several books and you've got several things on your website, dombrightmon.com. If people want to learn more about you and how you can speak into their life, give them a smile, give them some energy. You've got infectious energy. You've got it. You've, you're, you've got it just a way about you. You've got that, that deep resonant voice. You got that radio voice. And I, <laughs> people tell me I have that sometimes. And, uh, I cut, I kind of jokingly call it the voice of God. <laughs> But, there you uh, go. <laughs> but you, you've got that going on there. It, it, it bears, uh, you know, some credibility with it. But if you're going to speak into somebody's life, that next person, uh, what, how can they get connected to you and what you're all about? Sure thing. And thanks again for having me on your podcast, Dr. Brad. I appreciate you for the invite. This is amazing. And you're doing amazing work yourself. For those who want to keep in contact with yours truly, dombrightman.com is the best place to go. If you want to shoot me an email, shoot me an email at dom at dombrightman.com as well. And I usually check all my emails, even the spam ones that end up in the trash folder. So, hey, <laughs> feel free to reach out to me. Awesome. And we'll put connections to your website, dombrightman.com, at our website, which is drbradmiller.com. What a pleasure. He's the author of several books, including Going North, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself. He has 
various leadership training and other opportunities for coaching that can enhance your life and help you to unlock your inner values. His name is Dom Breidman. We thank you for being our guest today on the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. He's a cool guy, isn't he? Dom is just an awesome guy, and he has just a great way about him, a great voice, and a great uh, uh, personality that could speak into your life. Loved uh, talking to him today, and I love to hear his story about how he had a time when he just felt like he had to change. He had that situation with his father's health and with his car crash and and uh, losing his job, and his new things had to change. And you heard that the emotion that he felt about that and how he could speak into your life. And then also you learned about the actions that you took. Remember the actions that he took to be a speaker, joining Toastmaster International and becoming a public speaker, learning about it, applying it to his life. And the other thing was reading and how he turned the situation of losing his job into an opportunity to read and to be uh, have fed by folks such as John Maxwell and others. So that's what we learned about what he did and his feelings. But let's talk for a second about what we learned about what you can do. I hope that you heard Dom as he spoke about two key questions that you can ask yourself every day that can unlock things. He learned it from his own studies of John Maxwell's teachings and others, but he applies them to his life and he has his own spin on those. And here's the two questions. And I invite you to apply these to your life. What good will I do today? What good will I do today for myself and for others? What good can I do? And the second question has some similarities, but it really focuses on on other people. The second question is, what can I share today? What can I share today with others? So the idea is to learn something, to make ourselves better, and then to also share it with others. And certainly Dom has done that. You can go to his website, dombrightmon.com, D-O-M-B-R-I-G-H-T-M-O-N.com, for lots of information about his books and teaching and the opportunities that he has to serve you. Here at the Beyond Adversity Podcast, my role, my role, my name is Dr. Brad Miller, is to help serve you as well, to help you to find the processes to get you through adversity in your life. We define adversity as the five D's that can impact your life. Depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death. They all are impact uh, all of our lives. But you don't have to stay stuck. You can get through those. We have over 175 episodes of the podcast where we talk to great people who help to teach us and lead us and give us guidance through these areas in our life. And you can do that, too. Head over to drbradmiller.com for all these back episodes. We have a free gift for you there. And always come to you every week with another great story or interview or teaching to help you to grow through what you go through so you can achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Great to be with you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. So until next time, friends, I invite you to continue to do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Music.